Hi, I'm Jane. I'm Hugh. And you're listening to That'll Teach You. Jane, it's the first day of school. Wakey, wakey, rise and shine. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put that uniform on again. Or not, uh, if you're in a non-uniform school. That's true, yeah. I had real Groundhog Day vibes there. Mm, Yeah, it's very Groundhog Day. Mm. Yeah, first day of school. Are you excited to go back in? Yeah, I always am excited. Um, I'm always nervous. I don't know, do you sleep well first, the, the night before the first day? Yeah. Oh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I think I probably do dream about it. I do have a lot of dreams about school. In fact, maybe that's probably a whole other episode. <laughs> dreams about school. Oh, I think we could fill a book with dreams mm. about school. <laughs> but yeah, first day of school, I think it's... Yeah, it's a big deal, you know? It's a big deal for a teacher, it's a big deal for the kids. And mm. there's lots of um, NQTs listening to this, I hope, who are about to start their first ever day mm. teaching, which is great. And to be honest, I think you'll really enjoy it as well. And it probably won't be exactly what you expected. I think we spoke on the previous episode that you might have all sorts of plans for lessons you want to do or things like that and they might not pan out exactly that way because it's very busy there's a lot to get through do you remember the first day you taught your first year yeah um i remember both um so last year i had fifth class and the year before i had fourth class and i have to say the first day funnily enough the, the girls in my class told me exactly what i was wearing on the first day of school by the end of that year which I don't know. I don't know what that says about how they remember the first day of school. Like everything is like so important because mm. obviously, like I just throw on whatever, whatever is close by. Um, but the girls, both years now, my, the girls in my class told me exactly what I was wearing, down to even jewelry. But yeah, it is actually such a, a such an important day, um, and can be such an anxiety inducing inducing day for everybody involved. Really, if you let that anxiety take hold, as some people do, as I have occasionally done. I do also think, yeah, because you probably have new kids starting in the class, yeah. um, and so that's a massive day for them. I'm always amazed at the resilience of them that they will sit down and talk to people. Mm. I, I don't know yeah. if I could have done that. I was in the same primary school the whole way through, and. I could still hardly talk yeah, to people. Yeah, but you didn't talk to people up until the age of about 20. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, now he won't, no, no, won't shut up. It's true. Um, so much so that he has two podcasts. That's true. Yeah. And also, even if it's not a new child in school, it's been a long time. If you A couple of months in our lives is not that big a percentage of our lives. But for the kids, an awful lot could have changed, you know? So even the kids who aren't new coming into school, I think they might be looking to start off on a new leaf. They might mm, be looking to absolutely. reinvent themselves. And mm. even if they are only seven or something, you know? Well, imagine all the little ones starting junior infants. Oh, I know. Tottering into school. <laughs> but yeah, I, no, I'm looking forward to the first day. All right, I always do. always do. It's mm. after that that you're like, oh. The rest of the school yes, year? the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I feel something we will be coming back to uh, very soon is behavior management and discipline in the classroom. And it's obviously that balance of, you know, having a nice rapport, but having, you know, respect and trust and all that kind of thing. Mm. I do every year on the first day, I've been like, I'm going to be a little bit stricter this year. You know, I'm just going to be that little bit stricter. <laughs> and then at like seven minutes past nine, I'm like, oh, got out the window. Try again next year, I guess, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, and the reality is, look, all the preparation you can do, we've said this in our previous episodes, all the preparation you can do until you get in to, and meet the kids, you know, it's, uh, you don't know. And that's what's great about the first day is you do get to know them a little bit. And then there are other kids who you 
find out more and more about throughout the year. So oh, there and there's, there'll always be those children. <laughs> Sorry, you find out more about all the kids throughout the year. <laughs> Say, we got three of them ticked off on day one. <laughs> That's me done for the yeah. year. <laughs> you know those kids where you're like, it's it's like December, and you're like, every week I know you, you just rise higher in my oh, estimation. Oh my goodness! Like I'm just absolutely unpicking more and more of your amazing personality, yeah. you know. And that's Aww. the that's why we're in the job, you know. It's exactly why we're in the job. Couldn't have said it better myself. No Again, as I've said before, if you don't like kids, stop listening and resign. Okay. <laughs> Move abroad. Yeah, yeah. Go and teach in some other yeah. education system. But here's the thing: what do you actually do in the classroom on the first day? Because again. My first year, I had all these great plans. I was like, I'm going to do this lesson and that lesson. And that's not how it works, you know? Well, I don't think I've ever gone into a first day thinking I was going to do lessons, mm. is the only thing. I generally like to, in my head, plan. You like, you know, maybe have a list of maybe 10 things or 10 activities I could do during the day. And mm. the reality of the matter is you might get three or four of them ticked off. But um, I like to have kind of a bit of a bank of things that I can do. But you also don't want to make the day too busy, though, as well. Like, you know, yeah. you kind of just like teaching. Although you can plan until you have plans coming out of your ears, the reality is you just have to kind of go with the flow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's exactly what you do. <laughs> Teachers plan, kids laugh. That's all I do all year long, to be honest. Yeah, you know? Come back in after break and you're like, what will I do now? If you probably shouldn't do that, though. <laughs> if you're my principal and you're listening, of course that's not what I do. Of course not. Everything planned to the letter. But yeah, no, I think you're right. Different sorts of activity. I think that there's a mix of the admin that needs to be done. And I, I mean child admin as well, not just yeah. your own admin. Like getting them their books, their copy books, their yeah. desks, you know. Figuring out where, where books are going to be. Where they're going to put know. things, exactly, yeah. you know. And that takes, that genuinely could take two hours. Yeah, and I suppose right here, and this is a big thing for NQTs as well, is that you will very quickly realize that some children do things extremely quickly mm. and well, and some children don't do things very quickly. And balancing how to teach all of those children is the hardest part about teaching. Oh, absolutely. You know? Like, we'll talk a lot about differentiation on the podcast and, you know, how to approach lessons when you're dealing with such a range of kids. But there's no... You never, you never solve it, you know? Mm. You never get to the end of it. Um, but then can. you can find, even when you see kids labeling their copybooks or sorting things out, you can already spot little traits that you'll be able to, you know, use throughout the year. You can spot who's looking to go around and help other people. You can spot people who are maybe finding it difficult to handle the organizational side of things and think about, oh, what could I do to help them? Or maybe I need to put them in charge of a particular area, you know? So from the very start, you can spot these little things that are just going to help you mm. teach the kids as best you can, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think I did a class contract my first day when I first taught. Yeah, I've done that two years and in a it, row. it is a nice one to start with. But you know what I do? Like, so, so the only, well, I suppose how I've used a, a class contract in the past is, so you come up with the rules together. The, the children sign it. I didn't laminate it, which was a really, really good idea because then what I did uh, did was when we came back after Christmas and after Easter, we all signed it again. Mm. So we all went through it again. I and like, like I signed it too. And it was just like a nice way to kind of revisit after a break to revisit the classroom and also to change them. Because like, you know yourself, you know, you might have, <laughs> the reality is you probably have more to add <laughs> after uh, after you come back after Christmas or things that you know you'd like to change the wording on, uh, on, on because, 
you know, some children might not have taken it on board. <laughs> I haven't done it the last couple of years teaching sixth class, but I think it is always a nice one to do. And you can, you know, if you they can sign it or they can also like cut out handprints and stick them on or something like that. So, you know, you have different different ways mm. of doing it. Yeah, for younger classes, that's a really nice mm. idea. Little handprints. Getting children to do handprints is so cute. So I did it recently for an art project and I got children from as young as like the juniors um, up until the sixth class girls to do handprints. My God, it was very cute. And then some of the sixth class girls had tiny little hands. They looked like infant hands. (laughs) Anyways, it was very cute. Very cute. Any tips for people who are teaching who want, but what can I do? It's it's after break. We've got break to lunch. What am I going to do with the kids? So, so I would generally, for the first couple of days, but I suppose I would have all of these written down before the first day so I could pull whatever's needed at that time. Because like you know yourself, sometimes you might have it in your head, you might bring them outside to do something, but you might actually figure out that you actually need something kind of like a mindfulness task in the classroom. So I suppose I I would have kind of a long enough list of things that I would like to do on the first day. For me, I like to start the the first day as I mm-hmm. intend to go on. So set up expectations on my side and on their side and then whatever way that suits. So like, you know, depending on the class, like I, I haven't decided if I'm going to do a class contract this year, but there'll definitely be a conversation about um, class classroom expectations. After after all the organizational jobs are done, like Hugh said, like all the, the labeling and kind of figuring out where things are in the classroom, I play a few oral language games. So there's quite a few you can play. So you can play um, like storytelling oral language games, or you can play like two truths and a lie where you can get to know each other, or you could do like a PowerPoint, um, get to know your teacher or get to know your students or something along the lines of that. Especially if you are a new teacher in the school. I think they love being the first kids to know about you. Mm. And also, no secret is safe. So like you won't be able to do this every year. So I did that my first year. And like one of the questions was, you know, does Mr. O'Connor eat kiwis with the skin on or the skin off? And, you know, by now, every (laughs) child in the school knows that obviously I eat kiwis the correct way. Which is obviously the skin on, on yep. in case anyone he is 100%. is unsure. And lost. I also, maybe that could be the name of our podcast. Skin, skin on. Skin. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. I think I think we've just lost half our listeners for one reason or another. So yeah, I would just have a few games that you can play in the classroom. And you can play drama games as well in the classroom. And I'd have a few games I'd play out, outside of the classroom too. I generally speaking, I like to take them outside of the classroom as much as possible. And that's that's as much for me as it is for them to be honest i would probably have some sort of writing activity so i know um something that we all would have learned about on uh, in primary school um teacher training college um but like you could do a snowball a snowball fight where you can write a story uh, but it's a collaborative story so there'd be if you have 30 in the class you'd end up with 30 stories and they're quite silly and you throw them across the room children love throwing things across the room love it and so why not do something that you're happy throwing across the room as well absolutely and the funny thing is as i'm after saying set up classroom expectations and rules and routines and then i'm like right we're all going to throw snowballs at miss costigan and they're all like ah. <laughs> but god they really go for it as well mm. like they really i think i've but almost if, lost them a couple of my eyes <laughs> if they all throw them at you does that mean you have to write the next bit on all those stories? no 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 because you don't catch them 
Ah. And then you go gather. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, but somehow, up. I don't know how it happens. It obviously just gets lost. But there'll always be one who's like, I can't find any. And when you go to search, you can't find any too. And then it's all of a sudden, you have 29 stories. Mm. <laughs> and you have to make one you to make one up very quickly. But anyways, so yeah, some sort of writing activity. Um, I know a lot of people like to do some writing about their summer. I know there is a teacher account, um, Miniature Moon Tour, who posted something last year, which I thought was absolutely great which was what I didn't do during the summer. So it's a creative writing piece. Um, oh, and I great. suppose, yeah, I suppose the idea is that, you know, if you have some children who might not have had a great summer or if some children maybe didn't have the opportunity to travel or to even like do much, you know, then they're hearing about other people's summers. So it's kind of a nice one to do to make sure that, you know, no child is feeling like traumatized. Um, yeah, and also gives you a look at their style of writing, what they like to write That's about. Are they are they writing about mm. holidays? Are they writing about fantasies? Are they writing, you know, mm. who knows? Absolutely. I think a creative piece of writing on the first day is great because actually that'll keep you going for the first about three or four days. <laughs> you know? I don't know, I don't know. Have you ever had a class who who finished a piece of creative no, writing true. in one day? <laughs> what else didn't you do over the summer? <laughs> Tell me more. Um, I think another thing, and again, this doesn't have to just be on the first day. And look, we're going to talk a good bit about Irish on the podcast as well but you know starting off on the right foot with Gaelga Mm. because you do still obviously have lots of kids who think they're no good at Irish and don't have any confidence in Irish and so you know get them get them chatting away have some sort of fun game ask Gaelga you know but just get them straight away feeling Irish is another fun part of uh, of the school day. Yeah, but even something like making, getting them to make phrases mm. or like questions and answers. So you can look at the theme of Mayfain or McLean or something like that and they can come up with questions that they would ask someone in English and, and make posters. Because there you go, that's your Gaelga display done for the yeah. first... For the first about eight months, yeah. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> no, I never leave a display up for eight. No. Well, actually, I left those ones up all year because they're relevant all year. Yeah. And we went through them and we played a game. So they loved a game, the class I had last year and the class I'm going to have this year because it's the same class. They loved a game called Silent Ball. Now, I loved this game because it, you would end up with a quiet classroom for about 10 minutes and nobody's allowed to speak. And like, you, oh, it's just like, imagine 10 minutes in a classroom with nobody speaking. It's just great. Anyways, and then sometimes we would play silent ball, but with the questions and answers in Irish. So they would ask someone a question, throw the ball, they'd have to ask. So it's no longer silent ball, it's just ball, I suppose. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were playing silent ball now. All oh, right. I thought I was doing really well. I think as well, and like, look, I guess we're talking English there, we're talking Irish. In terms of maths, I mean, again, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. You're probably not going to want to start into doing something like length, but I mean, you could get them measuring the classroom or measuring different things, you know, so they could say, say, oh, we need to, you know, present a report to the principal at the, about the classroom. So we need to know how long it is, you know, how, how wide it is, how high it is, how tall are the chairs, how tall are the desks, something like that. I just thought of that right now. That's actually great. I'm, I'm going like, to do that. Like a little challenge. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, With maths as well, you could do, um, so I'm a big fan of math stations. Now, the only thing is, now, do you know what? I think, well, maybe it just takes a lot of practice, but for the first year I did math stations, it could have taken me, you know, my whole lunch to sort them out. Um, but now you you can, like, even if you just have one station that might take a couple of minutes or printing or something to sort out, 
if you have cards or if you have um, like different materials or even like little tiny like domino games or whatever, um, you could set up math stations and you could you could do math stations for an hour. You could do an hour of maths and what they could actually be doing is just like getting that maths brain back working. And I suppose the other thing is, and there's a balance here as always, because on the one hand, socially, like there's a certain amount of like people overload when you come back into school. There's suddenly an awful lot of people. So you have to be aware that that's not going to suit everyone. But also it's nice to play games where they're interacting with mm. lots of people in the class. You know? So, for example, the snowball game or, mm. you know, whatever else. Because then at least they're they're working with different people. You put them in different groups. Because you've put them in tables or whatever form, formation you have your desks in in school. But within a day or so, you might already be thinking. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh this right? isn't working. That's not going to work. <laughs> Let's see how quickly oh, we can move that. We've all been there. I like, do you know what I like to do then? In that case, if after the first day I figured out, well, this isn't going to work, I say, oh, actually, we're going to sit at new tables every day for the next three days. Nice. So you don't actually make it seem like it's a, mm. you know, yeah, it's, that's a good one. Not targeted, yeah. No, it's not targeted. But again, what I would say is, yeah, enjoy the first day, you know? You only get one first day every year. All the others are not first days, you know? I do like, uh, um, I know I, I, you'll probably hear me saying this quite a lot. I do really like to bring them out though. So I'd say if, if, if the weather is good for that last half an hour of the day, I'll probably have them outside. And I'll possibly even just start a book on the first day. Children love being read to no, no matter what age um, they are. So I love, I love bringing them outside and reading books from outside or even bring their sketch pads or, or a piece of art. They could do self portraits or portraits of each other would be lovely. Imagine that, that'd be very cute. Jane <laughs> just wants them to do a portrait of her. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's a lovely way to finish the day. And you know, a colleague once told me when I was in my Druid year, always save the most fun activity for the end of the day. So the children leave the school thinking, wow, that was a great day. And I, it's always stuck with me. It's, it's always stuck with me. I yeah. always thought that that was a lovely... Now, the reality is, I definitely couldn't be doing that every day. <laughs> because, you know, there's obviously so many things going on in school. But it is a lovely idea to do, you know, for me anyways, every once in a while. Mm. In theory, maybe every day, but I don't. Well, I guess you're also... In reality, you are normally going to do your core subjects earlier in the yeah. day anyway, aren't mm-hmm. you? So... But Not that they to. can't be fun. They can. They can be great fun. Mm. And we'll be talking about those in future episodes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, um, something else which I usually like to do at the in the first day. Now, this could be maybe the first day if you have time or the second day. Um, I think Miss Kelly from Instagram posted on her Instagram last year, or maybe she's posted the last few years in a row, that you can get your class to make birthday cards. So they each make one birthday card. You can put them into a pile and then whenever it's someone's birthday, they can pick out a birthday card and then that's the birthday card that everyone signs, which I thought that that was a really nice thing for um, a class to do. I did it last year. I can't do it this year because I had them. <laughs> I had this class last year, so I couldn't be recycling the same material. But um, but it is a lovely idea and it actually would eat up quite a lot of time. You could put music on in the background, be very wholesome, very nice. So that's your first day of school. Like we say, enjoy it. Hopefully we've answered the questions. We got a couple of questions from people basically asking, it's my first day, what'll I do? Mm. Um, So hopefully we've answered some of those questions. Don't be overwhelmed and feel you have to do every single one of the activities that Jane just mentioned. No, it sounds like I intend on doing all those. Absolutely not. As I said, I'll say it one more time. I like to have a list and maybe over the first few days, see what suits the situation. That being said, I also plan. I do my plans for the week. 
and I stick to my plans if anybody is listening. <laughs> I have also heard of weekly plans. Um, what I would say is play to your strengths as well. Like if, if you think, oh God, that creative writing idea sounds brilliant and but I, I don't know about it, but don't do it if it's not going to work for you, you know? Like I'm, I will do some art, but like I'm definitely going to do a music lesson that first day because I'm like, that's where I'm comfortable, you know? So I'm going to teach a song or some sort of body percussion or something like that. That works for me. So if that works for you, great. If drama works for you, if something sporty works for you, figure out what works for you and go with that, you know? It's your first day, you need to settle in just as much as the kids do. Absolutely, yeah. That was wise, wasn't it? That was, that was a kind of... uh surprisingly wise for you yeah, as well yeah i was like oh he's got quite serious <laughs> you know, now. but it also i i hate when he talks about music because i am so jealous like i would love to be able to teach music or to be able to effectively teach music like i don't play any instruments you know but we're going to have to talk about this on the podcast no, this is going to be an episode of itself you do not have to be able to sing you do not have to be able to play an instrument in order to teach no, music no, i have well. no problem doing a body percussion you know. in, uh, instrument uh, lesson because that's all i can do <laughs> even her body percussion is out of time out hey of key. like how do you slap your legs out of key i don't know but she does <laughs> you know, it's that is not true listeners um but yeah, so listen, I would say, and, and listen, all year round, you're going to play to your strengths. Of course, you have to teach the children across the curriculum. Of course, you have to teach them everything. But also focus on whatever skills you are bringing as well, you know, and that's a really good point. They can be they could be anything for someone like me. I went into teaching 15 years after I left school. So all sorts of life experience, I guess. But even if you're just coming out of school or just coming out of college, you still have all these skills that you can bring to it and that no one else in your school has. So try and focus on them. Try and figure out what they are. And uh, and they're going to help you an awful lot. That's another little nugget of wisdom there. I'm on a roll. Let's, let's keep <laughs> let's see recording. What else comes out. <laughs> this episode is going to be two hours long. Well, actually, no, that suggests I've got another hour and three quarters of wisdom to go, and I don't. Um, but yeah, look, that's all we can say. Look, keep in touch with us. Uh, let us know if you think we answered uh, the questions. Let us know if you have anything else to add. Yeah. And we'll share it on our social media for um, anyone who's wondering. Because we've all been there. And this is the thing about teaching. Like we've all been in a situation where it was our first year or even just like the nerves prior to uh, to starting. Even like if it's a new school, you know. So, um, so no, let us know if there's anything that we've missed that you would include on the first day. Um, we'd love to hear some feedback. Yeah, and if you have any more questions, get in touch with us either on our Instagram, that'll teach you, or also on Jane's Instagram at the Mindful Teacher, where there's also lots of other good resources. If you're looking for something even more lighthearted, want to listen to an amazing comedy podcast, you can listen to my other podcast, Legitimate Likes, which is very silly, where we talk about very, very popular things in the world and decide whether or not they're actually worth the hype. And Jane has been on it a couple of times as well. I have. Even yeah. though it's a comedy podcast. And I've, oh, <laughs> hey, and I've lived to tell... Actually, our friendship has lived to tell the tale. It's true. True so far. Let's see what this happens podcast, with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's another story. Could be a whole different story. But uh, please rate and review the podcast as well. We are obviously a very new podcast. And as someone who's had experience launching another podcast, it is really important to get reviews, to get followers on social media and also on your podcast app. Please tell other teachers about us if you have any thoughts about what you'd like us to cover in the future. Get in touch because that's what we're here for. Okay. Okay. See you next time. Bye. Bye.